Hi, this is Bill Arnold. Missed a show or need me talking to help you sleep tonight? I have several solutions to that situation. Here are the podcasts from the show. You are the best for listening and supporting Faith Radio. And a warm welcome to Afternoons with me. I'm Bill Arnold. Looking forward to a full hour with Dr. Marcus Bachman. I bet you got questions. I know a lot of people are uh, enjoying some uh, time where they are more alone than they've ever been. And maybe they're more together with their loved ones than they've ever been. And that can be a very joyful thing, very joyful time. But for others, it can be a conflict and it can be difficult. And I talked a little bit about that with Sheila Heen, but... Uh, Marcus is a counselor, and if you have any questions about it, let me know what they are. You can text them over to me at 877-933-2484, and we will uh, take your questions. So Marcus is uh, uh, a counselor, and his website is counselingcare.us, so you can go check that out. But we'll take a short break and bring him on. If you had never been reached with the gospel, what would life look like today? For more than 2 billion people, unreached is a reality. Jesus is a name that hasn't been spoken to them. That's why the International Day for the Unreached on May 31st is so important. You can make a difference through prayer and action. Download your free Great Commission Action Guide at dayfortheunreached.org. Do something today for those who have never heard. dayfortheunreached.org. We're sharing each day together. What's not to like about Faith Radio? They're absolutely amazing, and it's 24-7, and I enjoy having the ability to turn on the radio at any time and find encouragement and some joy in a world that has many stressors to it. It's very encouraging. I love Faith Radio because of great programming, just great listening for the day. Listen to the radio station is just very inspiring to me. Thanks for growing with us on Faith Radio. Welcome back to the show. So glad to be talking to Dr. Marcus Bachman today from CounselingCare.us. And we're, uh, I love that song. Keep that playing. (laughs) Here we go. Because it's all about getting happy, right? So Marcus, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. You feel happy, don't you? I'm very happy, and I'm glad you're done eating your raisins so I can hear you talk properly. That was a big mistake. You never eat raisins right before you go on. Because they come up. I could could hear the raisins. Oh, that was a big mistake. But it was fun. It was nice. Transparency, that's good. I do like that. So let's talk about uh, counseling in 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 the COVID phase of life. Counseling is happening telehealth, okay. so everyone is basically on video conference or actually telephonic through the phone. It is a nice approach in some ways because you don't have to dress up, you don't have to uh, drive anywhere, and insurance is paying for it for predominantly most places that offer counseling. So they have the insurance companies, as much as people complain about them, they have adapted Mm -hmm. and made it possible for people to receive counseling. 
and of course in my particular field, Christian counseling, which I think is um, life-changing and uh, uh, extremely helpful to have the integration approach. And so it's really nice to have telehealth be a part of our lives now. Yeah, it's really important and it's I love that you can be accessible and you can continue to do such great work. So thank you. Yeah. I know there'll be lots of questions coming in today, but I also been thinking a little bit about this last eight weeks as I've been observing uh, and questioning, wondering what happens in our minds when we feel we have too little. I don't know if it's that's the scarcity mentality. Um, why is our default if I just had a little more? It's always been since the beginning of time, the sin nature, I want, I want. And it's amazing how that drives us, whether it's during COVID times or just um, other times. We just feel like if we could make a little bit more money. And, uh, you know, it isn't uh, typically until for many people to the end of their life that they realized, I I didn't have to work that hard. I didn't have to keep striving. I didn't have to have that greener grass than the neighbors. But COVID is, 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 there is an anxiousness of wondering, will I be able to provide? Will I have enough? And uh, that's why often we see the shelves empty. Uh, Really, how many many hand sanitizers do you need after you've got the hundredth one? I just don't think... It's necessary, but it is, there's, there's no question that it is a um, motivation that uh, it, 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 it actually attracts our insecurities. It, this, this time of COVID, uh, we see what has been strong for us, but we also see what has been a weakness for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we see it in ourselves. We see it in our family members. Uh, so it's, a, it's actually... A wonderful, I think, a very uh, healthy uh, time for us to figure out what's important and what we're made out of. Mm-hmm. So, does scarcity uh, have a way of eroding our willpower? When you are talking to people and they're doing the teleconferencing, are they finding themselves uh, with a, a compromised willpower? Are they indulging in things that they wish they wouldn't? Are they? doing things that they wish they wouldn't? Are they finding themselves conflicted? You know, the, 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 the answer on that is it can go both ways. Okay. Which I think, if I can start off with the exciting part to that is people who recognize that they have need of, they become creative and they utilize some things in their life that they maybe haven't had skills in before. Rather than ordering out, they've decided, I'm going to learn how to cook. And that stretches them. It is it is a scarcity in their life, and they've turned it around, and they've made it a positive. Uh, they find out that they don't have to go shopping as much because they're forced not to go shopping. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a delightful understanding that we need to live within our means. Mm-hmm. We have enough. So there's a lot of positives that can come out of what has happened. But, of course, Bill, the other side is very true, and it becomes we become more anxious. We are overwhelmed. We, we find ourselves we can't handle uh, the scarcities in our life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful that people reach out. They, they call. They, they have conference uh, telephonic uh, opportunities for 
talking about what is it that they're anxious about and that's half the battle mm-hmm. being able to talk about it getting it out uh, discovering that you know that isn't such a big monster and uh we have choices what do we do about that because uh, i'm constantly asking questions of uh, sometimes i ask the so what questions so what happens if you run out of tomato paste mm-hmm. <laughs> or what happens if uh you know your your uh family uh becomes more irritated with each other yep that's happening isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's going to happen uh, you know i don't think this is a time where we can prevent all problems and i think again again let's see what we're made out of and if we don't have what is strength what is uh, a character of uh, toughness, uh, you know, this is good. Yeah. We need to develop that. Yeah. That's a great point. It does give us that opportunity to um, pause and say, what in the world might God be teaching me through all this? Is which, is, which is kind of the more mature approach, yes. which many of us don't seem to have, including me. Because <laughs> I just kind of want I, it over. I want things back to normal. Yeah, I want baseball to resume. Yeah, There's yeah, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Bill, you have those thoughts. I think you have strength of character. I think you're being very kind and humble there. But no. <laughs> okay, so Bill, you wake up every day having anxiety about can I face this day? I think you thank face. You. <laughs> thank you. I think that's the opposite. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> Yes, it does give us opportunity. You're absolutely right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if we are trying to find out what God is trying to show us in this, we would say, Lord, today is in your hands. Today I turn over my will and I ask you to teach me what it is I'm supposed to learn, right? That is a very foundational prayer. Takes less than 30 seconds, yeah. two minutes of our time confessing our sins Asking God, what is it today that you want of me? And what is it that I can do for you? Mm-hmm. I think that is a wonderful approach. And God reveals himself. God gives us opportunity and he surprises us. Mm-hmm. I think we have great surprises every day if we simply say, um, let me in, Lord. Yeah, I love that approach. All right, let me take a little break. I want to encourage listeners to send your questions over. Send me a text to 877-933-2484, or you can email me, bill at myfaithradio.com, bill at myfaithradio.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Dr. Marcus Bachman is my guest. He is at counselingcare.us, counselingcare.us. Now, um, Marcus, I'm curious uh, with what's happening in the world. I mean, a couple of discovers there's additional stresses from economics, a reduction of them maybe. And is that, um, could it or will it likely impact their mental health? Finances is such a big deal, Bill. Mm-hmm. It is number one. Uh, I, I, although I think that's kind of a over 
you statement because according to the surveys over and over finances is number one of a of a marital dispute marital divorce reason i think it's really communication uh about finances about priorities about life but financial um strain because we want what we want, Bill. Mm, and so true. each one of us wants what we want. And there's not always an understanding of what's best. I, I like um, young couples uh, going through a Dave Ramsey type of course. Mm-hmm. I think they need to understand the principles of uh, this is ours, uh, but really it's his uh, first and foremost. It is God's. And so we need to be good stewards. And are we going to be under submission, under a budget? What a freedom there is in that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes, I am seeing an uptick of people who are coming in for a lot of reasons. And financial strain is one of them. Yeah. So when you have some people say, this is going to be okay, and other people are saying the sky is falling, and you're in a, in a relationship, mm. and you've got two different opinions, and you're not on the same page. Are those reactions something that comes from childhood that's carried into adulthood? Oh, that is a... Boy, you're going to go deep with me today. Well, why not, This is Marcus, good. This is good. Yeah. So shall we talk about your childhood, Bill? Well, we can. I mean, but if... <laughs> good, okay. If, if you... No, no, no. If you, if you are told as a child... Yeah. Uh, to, to always save money, save money, save money, save money, and your savings account has been reduced, you're going to be in a panic mode. Or if if there has been an ongoing fight with your parents about who's spending the money and it becomes uh, a strong topic of, of dispute always, uh, that becomes a harsh issue that we carry in or carry from childhood into our adulthood. Uh, it's amazing how the attitude of what our parents' message uh, was in their marriage and what it is, uh, what's given to us as a child and our value as a person. Uh, it is hard to get away from that message. Uh, and whether we believe uh, there's a problem around every corner, the sky is falling, mm-hmm. uh, we're just we're just waiting. Uh, we're just thinking. We're believing the sky truly will fall. It, 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 if it doesn't happen this afternoon, it will happen tomorrow or certainly next week. And, and I think that is a... Um, you have to be intentional, first of all, to realize that's the message I got. Is that God's message to me? Uh, no. And so I have a responsibility of of at least um uh disputing of 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 uh uh taking the time that I need to understand where that message come from came from and what is it that I can do about that message. Uh obviously the other side of a story is true too. Um we can have wonderful messages about the value that we have. We got that. Um, if we got that from our parents and we got the understanding that God is a good God and he has a plan for us mm-hmm. and that's the message our mother or father gave us, powerful. So both 
messages, sky is falling, or God is a great God, and we have faith, and uh, the future is good. Mm -hmm. But I won't minimize that, Bill. It is extremely difficult. People want to kind of shoo it away that the the childhood memories and the childhood messages— uh, are not that important. Oh yes, they are. We mm-hmm. we are we are groomed, oftentimes uh, unconsciously, and we operate out of a positive or negative viewpoint. Yeah. So we're always going to have stuff that's going to be a reaction from childhood. It's just how do we work on that, or how do we make that part of a positive change in our life? I, I don't want to f- sound like I'm asking for business, but, but that's kind of what you do. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's, that is, it take, it, it is a, it's a long a one, process. It's not a one and done, is it? It isn't. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm appreciative of the layering. Um, and, and for many people, you know, they, they, sometimes we say we think too much or we don't think enough. And for those people that don't have a lot of um, thought process about a situation uh, that often can be a guarded approach. I don't want they consciously or unconsciously decide uh, I, I can't go back into that past. Uh, it's 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 too vulnerable. Um, men especially are in this boat. Uh, the good news is that's changing. Because uh, there are uh, life groups and community groups and Bible studies that are, are um, uh, they are oriented to to uh, become very personal and life changing. And so the good news is, uh, as much as that can be uh, a hindrance and a blockage, it is again great opportunity. And the church, many churches, are prepared to. Uh, invest in people's lives, love on people, accept people, support groups, whether that's, whether that's uh, divorce care, or whether that's uh, the, the uh, recovery groups, or whether that's marriage mentoring, which I think is so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is just so much available in the church today, Bill, that uh, we, we, we have, um, without the government being involved, we have great opportunity to change our culture. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting, isn't it? It is. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled with it. And, and again, we, we, we can do it one-on-one. People do a, a, a variety of things. They, they may find and hopefully select intentionally good friends that they can share and talk with, small groups, or they can go one-on-one. There's just a lot of options for people out there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's why when we think the sky is falling, wait a minute. What do I do about the earthly things here while I'm here before <laughs> the sky falls? Someday the sky may fall. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. So when this whole thing kind of started and there was, I remember a, a cruise ship. You mean people, COVID? I mean COVID, yeah. Okay. Yeah. With There was a, a cruise ship that had people quarantined on it for, yes. I don't know, for how long they couldn't leave their little their little room for, for anything. Yes. You know, there's some togetherness, you know. <laughs> now. Uh, you're going to learn things about each other. You're going to have things revealed uh, for some. It might have been a wonderful time together. For others, it could have been, I guess we really don't like each other. Yeah. Could be anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, So when this extra togetherness, Marcus, is revealing things in a relationship that you now have an issue to discuss or to work through, um, how is the most loving, kind way to go about it? 
You know, there's, first of all, being together in a cabin on a cruise ship, uh, especially if you have the inside without hardly a window. Uh, you know, <laughs> let's face it. That's rough. It doesn't matter who we are. I, I'm going to have a hard time with Michelle. I love Michelle, but yeah. I'm going to have a hard time with her. Yeah. Uh, anyone I think would. Uh, and she would you. Oh, well. she would have a hard yes. time with me, yes. of course. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. No, well, maybe not. I don't know. I'm pretty, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> so maybe we, we discover we need after this cruise ship is over, we just need to have our separate times uh, because we do. We we need our own uh, trips. Uh, some people would argue with me on that. Uh, we need to have our own hobbies. We need to have our own. I mean, I have a man cave. I love my man cave. Yeah. It is <clears throat> it is separate. Uh, I'm not saying that she, uh, Michelle can't come, but I like I like my time. Mm-hmm. But you're right. We are going to discover we have um, frustrating marker points in our life that really trip us up. Well, if we can't figure this out by talking it through, by understanding, by listening to each other, we may need to have um, someone else assist us. And 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 hey, uh, we we might. Um, discover some things that, yes, we didn't uh, know about each other. Mm-hmm. I also think, isn't that a good time to give us each other some grace, yeah, patience, understanding? Uh, you know, it's it's difficult to, to be around you 24-7. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it would be, yeah, even, even with Marcus. <laughs> I get it. <clears throat> I get it. So uh, maybe you, you've discovered now, let's just go a little bit deeper, that there's a pretty serious flaw in the relationship. Um, so what's the step forward? Well, let me, let me challenge you on that. Okay. Give me the flaw. Tell me the flaw. I want to hear the flaw. The, the flaw is we have been executing a relationship and not truly loving each other. Oh. Um, getting the kids organized, get them to school, get them to activities, mm perform this and that and get it mm. done. But when mm. it really comes down to it, we're busy being in our roles, but we're m- maybe not loving each other the way we should. We have a shell of a marriage. There you go. And it, it appears uh, we've done a great job of appearance sake uh, in front of the public. Uh, but we really, we may not even like each other, Yeah. let alone love each other. Well, Bill, I think that is incredibly important to come to the point of uh, we we need to understand then how to love. And God has a tremendous principle of self-sacrifice. And if I am sick of you, then I need to be sick of myself mm-hmm. uh, because I cannot love with my limitations. I need the love of Christ yeah. to love you. Mm-hmm. and. And that's great. I, 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 I can't think of a better solution than I've come to the end of myself. I am so inadequate. Mm-hmm. That's a really good place for each one of us to come, whether we're married, whether we're single. We, we, we need to come to the end of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if COVID has done that, I'm not sure how else to say this, but thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. that I have come to the end of myself. I truly sincerely rely on you to um so that i can be the man the woman that you've created me to be 
Mm, fantastic. Marcus Bachman is my guest, and we're open to questions. Let me know if you have a relationship question, if you've got some uh, pressure or issue or tension or something you want to discuss, let us know what it is. 877-933-2484 is the, the time uh, of all this togetherness, creating a little bit of uh, impact on your mental health. Let us know. Bill at MyFaithRadio.com or 877-93-FAITH. Be right back. On Faith Radio. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Dr. Marcus Bachman is my guest. CounselingCare.us is the website. You can go learn more about him and his services and his incredible staff of brilliant people, including his son, who is a psychiatrist. you got everything covered at your office. We do. We do. Which is really smart. We do. So, Bill, can I ask you a couple questions? No. Okay. Rebecca's got one. Oh, Rebecca. <laughs> no, I, I just want to know about, you know, when we talk about the, the childhood themes. Yeah. Uh so, so what was a message, a statement that you remember growing up that might have been your uh, more of your adult message that carried over? I'm just curious. Um, you know, was it was it was it was it a positive? Was it a negative? Was there a theme? Was there, you know, what's what's your first memory? I think um, well, if I'm going to think about a memory, I'm going to think of a very. Uh, positive feeling that I always had from my mother, mm. um, which was she would give you that look, which was everything's going to be okay. Ah. And when you have that look that everything's going to be okay, you literally know everything's going to be okay. Ah, and that carries through it does. in adulthood. Yes. No matter what the storm so is. You can tell, you always see your mom's eyes. Yes. Right. So you always see those eyes that say everything's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. There, there, there are probably a number of memories that you could have chosen right now. <laughs> Uh, in Radio Land, but that was absolutely a crucial uh, foundational marker point for you. And what a blessing for people who can remember that, who can store that and ponder that. Uh, they they can go through tough times in life. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we're talking about. I just wanted to throw that in and use you as my guinea pig. So thank you for without. You're welcome. Being Anything else uh, I can do for you? Hesitant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, need, I wanted to build a um, little pool. I was wondering if you could come over and help me. So I would be happy to <laughs> come when it gets finished. <laughs> okay. All right. Rebecca, you have a question. I just wondered uh, if you find yourself being in a natural bent maybe, in a way that seems like, oh, this this is getting in the way of my conversations, my relationships, uh, my marriage. Um, for me, I tend to see obstacles when I'm problem solving, and that can be interpreted as very negative, uh, because it can be. Um, how could someone like that uh, become a little bit more positive and start seeing from a more optimistic point of view when it seems like that's not quite where I, I tend to go naturally. Okay, so let's just say someone's talking about uh, in your family they want to build an addition or they want to go to the state fair or whatever the scenario is. Do you typically think about, is the weather going to be okay? Is that Do we have enough money? Are you the kind of the can I say it? The the hesitant or the no person? Probably. Probably. It's going to be, okay, well, we better save up for that or better make sure we have an umbrella. And I think I'm facilitating in practicality. But it sounds like I'm just saying, well, no, we can't do that. 
And that's not what I mean, but I, that's how it comes out. I, 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 first of all, I love your side of common sense, logic, and practicality. Boy, if two people married dreamers, can you imagine what would happen with the children? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> they they probably wouldn't get fed or they'd have popcorn every night or, you know, fend for yourselves. Hope you can change your own diaper. You know, I mean, <laughs> you have to have your side of it. And, and mm-hmm. usually opposites attract. So there's usually that other side of someone who's fun, who who wants to. Uh, but I would just say that the way that you approach that is, you know, first of all, it's framing so much. It's It's the oldest communication story in the book and that is a sandwich you know you start off with a lot of positives hey i am so happy that you know you're thinking about us and wanting to expand our our small kitchen and i'm so happy that you're wanting to have enjoyment by going to the state fair and yes i do love everything on a stick that is kind of (laughs) cool And then you talk about, you know, but if we're going to go, we better, and this is, isn't this true now, if there's going to be a state fair, mm-hmm. uh, we need to start saving up for it because <laughs> it's a couple hundred bucks, you know, right. and that's each person. So I love the couple hundred bucks idea because otherwise we'll come to the fair and we don't have, we don't want to borrow to go to the fair, right? Sure. So, so your practicality, if it's sandwiched, you give the meat of it, we need the 200 bucks. Um, Obviously, I just made up that amount. And, 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 and then you say, but boy, I, I think it would be f- fun if we could just take care of A, B, and C. You, you, so, so God's given you the gift of, you know, open eyes and realistic perspective. It's not negative, but if you sandwich it, it will really, I think, bring the point across and, and people can digest it then. Mm-hmm. I'll get working on that. <laughs> That was free, Bill. How about you know? That's, I don't know how to follow that. Well, just give me your problem, Bill. Well, you know, the listener just says that, Rebecca, you're just an absolute peach. Nothing about you seems negative or pessimistic. Oh, that's so nice. Isn't that nice? So you're already sandwiching. (laughs) I'm working on it, and I can take that skill set and apply it at home. Yeah, yeah. if only people would realize it at home Right, exactly. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) But thank you. That's so very, very kind. That is. Heartwarming, even. (laughs) So um, you have another question for me? Or you're just saying that? Oh, uh, no, I was okay. just, well, you can bring up any, any childhood issue. I mean, is there a negative that, 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 that has a, as a bit of a yeah, flavor there, for you? There's a lot of anxiety, unfortunately. And where, where do you think it comes from? That's a really good question. Um, my report card in kindergarten said Bill shows real signs of inner tension. Was that? What am I, Six. <laughs> bring, bring me bring me back to when was it that your father passed away? How old were you? Eight months. Okay. Uh, having not a father, there is often a concern about a sense of security mm-hmm. and, you know, um, the, 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 the need for having a, a father is, is very important. So I think there can be um, an inner struggle with mm-hmm. that. I mean, I think that's probably pretty obvious. And you have obviously compensated and understood. Uh, Listen, I I routinely listen to your show. 
Nice. And and the truth is, you have a very positive approach toward life. You have a depth of understanding. You know how to ask the questions that are going to be heartfelt. And, and people walk away, Bill, listening to this show and having hope. They, they have a sense that, hey, you know what, what Bill and Rebecca shared gave us a, a practicality of Christian faith and how to implement it, and there's hope in that. Mm-hmm. So, so your kindergarten report card mm. doesn't hold you as your identity. Yeah. Might, might you struggle with some anxiety? anxiety? Sure. And I appreciate the honesty of that. And if we weren't honest about that, uh, we will, we will, and, and by the way, we will until this last day of our uh, stay here on earth, we will always have some angst, something to work on, something to die about. It is the humanness of, mm-hmm. of our lives. And, and, and yes, even though much of it can come from our childhood experiences, uh, we have the other side. There's always the other side that we can look at and say, but I also am giving people and my my closest uh, a message of 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 hope and encouragement. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And that is, I think, where God's grace is, you know, pours into your life and and picks up a lot of slack. Yeah, yeah. we we have to accept it. We have, yeah. to, we have to receive it. Yeah. We, ha- we have to know that it, that that is our message. It's just not for the message for someone else. It's for us. It's a personal God. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he transforms us as we receive it. Yeah. When we deal with our, our little personal idols in life, and, and I, think, I think it was Augustine that said that our hearts are, are idol manufacturing facilities. I'm not <laughs> quoting that correctly, but basically that's the function. And there, I get back to a little bit of my scarcity mentality. That is, um, what we are, what we, our idols feel like they're more exposed when we're not in our regular routines. Oh yes. Well, there's something about our regular routines. I I think that that is, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, children need to be put. Uh, uh, given a good schedule, and so do we. If we stay up until you know two o'clock in the morning and get up too early, <laughs> mm-hmm. or you know aren't f- given the right food and nutrition and the routine of life, I, I, I have been extremely fortunate that I can go to work. Yeah. And there, you you've said it a number of times. A number of people can't go to work; they just can't. Yeah. So, so when they're out of their routine, it is going to give a a sense of um, unsettledness, and understandably so. I think I think we also recognize and need to recognize this is such for a season, and you know, people are probably so sick and tired of COVID and the talk of COVID, and here I'm talking about COVID, so I'm to blame too. So, but but the truth of the matter is. We need to get a handle understanding this is a season. This is not forever. And the, the sooner we get outside, uh, this is a great week. <laughs> we, can, we can do a lot outside, and we can do a lot of, um, on our own, and we can start meeting with groups of 10 mm-hmm. and distancing. And, yeah. and soon church will have drive-in uh, church services, or maybe we'll even soon have ability to, in small groups to get together. This is changing, and we're headed in a good direction again. Yeah, I'm surprised so many of the people that do teleconferencing with you and your staff want to talk about COVID. Oh, that that surprises me. It, it is. It is. Uh, I, I did the survey. 
of of uh, my staff of uh, thirty counselors, and I said, "What's happening with teletherapy?" And they all kind of said, "I cannot." wait till we stop talking about COVID because we, we go with what our clients want to talk about mm-hmm. and they want to talk about COVID. It's, it okay. is, it is, it, it, it's, it, it's around them. Um, everyone sees it. It's changed their life. And I think it was just such a shock to people that they never thought it would come this strong and this long and affect. And then you have the anxiety about it. So it is, you know, when we talk in counseling, we talk about the strongest um, emotions, and anxiety is right up there. So uh, COVID has created that for us. And I think it's time that we, we take uh, a stronger control and say, COVID is not going to control my life. Um, I'm going to do less talking and more of life. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll develop some, some new hobbies here in the process of this, and maybe we'll get to know each other and live life differently. There are some really, really good things that have come out of COVID. So I think that's a um, that's a promising message for us all. Yeah. Is there a personal one you can share? I have. Um, <laughs> I, my my wife has been a, a traveler, uh, public speaking mm-hmm. all over the country, and everything shut down. Yeah. And so Michelle's at home, and uh, I honestly wasn't sure how that was going to work. Because I have a routine, I'm in control, <laughs> yeah. I have my own sin problems of how I do life and, you know, sure. and and it has worked really, really well. Oh, good. I am, I'm very thankful that Michelle and I uh, have done an, a number of projects like everybody else's. That's why Home Depot is 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 hustling yeah (laughs) and we we are we and we talk about our projects and we talk about our kids and and we have spent really really good time together so i'm very thankful i wasn't sure i wasn't sure and here i am bill a marriage counselor (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't sure that is fantastic (laughs) all right dr marcus bachman is my guest counselingcare.us is his website we'll learn more about uh, him and his services counselingcare.us. We'll take a short break and be right back. If you have a question, let us know what it is. the show. Dr. Marcus Bachman is my guest. Counselingcare.us is his website. Marcus, are you uh, are you stubborn or are you flexible? Oh, I think I am so flexible. Okay. I don't know why Michelle thinks I'm the most stubborn man in the Interesting. world. Interesting. Interesting. I'm 100% Swiss. And so the Swiss, as diplomatic as we can be, you know, okay. we're the peace people. Yeah. Uh, we are definitely stuck in our ways of doing things a certain way. Because you know what? Here's a pride issue. Because we know what's right. Because hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, yeah. you, you know when you open up Christmas gifts? Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Because there's a right way. There is a right way. And when is the right, which way is the right way for you, Christmas Bill? Christmas Eve. Oh, Bill. You are Swiss. This is good. <laughs> this is very good. <laughs> good. Yes. Because uh, the Norwegians have to open them up Christmas Day. Well, they're committed to, to doing things wrong. That's all right. 
Do some uh, people try to create a narrative, Marcus, and then try to shoehorn a reality into it? Uh, you know, a lot of that is, I think, more unconscious. I don't think that people wake up typically and say, you know, I'm going to control my family. Uh, I don't think people wake up or, or decide the way that I am going to win. Uh, they don't look at it that way. They look at it as they truly that that's why it's sometimes incredible to see someone, for instance, in a deep sin pattern, they're sincere. They they sincerely get caught up with this is what's right. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's it's even 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 to the point of a severity of sin, which, you know, the hot button issues are, you know, someone having an affair, they can justify it in their head. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who spends too much, they think, you know, there, there, there's a justification that they can have a narrative uh, about. And it's amazing the power of that. It is just amazing. I think, um, you know, the rest of us can look uh, from the outside in and say, oh, come on. How, how, how would you dare think that was okay? And why would you? And and even if they're confronted, it's it's it, which which often does not work. <laughs> uh, they they're not willing to see it uh, just because you confront them. Mm-hmm. I find the very best way to change people who are stuck in a pattern that they've developed a narrative is to take it apart bit by bit mm-hmm. and actually. Um, and and you might think this is Bill a little bit too merciful for someone who's stuck in a unhealthy pattern, but I I I want to affirm them for um, their 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 sincere belief that they thought they were doing something really good, whether it's for themselves uh, or whether it's for for uh, you know the whole family. Um, they might have really thought this is, but as you take it apart. You know, you know, if we start talking about so, so how do you think that makes your wife feel mm-hmm. when you're working that that many hours? Because that many hours takes away from you know your children, takes away from relationship. And I believe you to be a good guy. I believe in you. And and Bill, as I as I start to comfortably unlayer that. Now listen, there are times I don't want to kid you. I'm I'm considered much more of a direct counselor, and and there are times that I will be very strong uh, when I believe that it is appropriate to be that way mm-hmm. and confront. But most of the time, people change because it's his kindness, it's my kindness mm-hmm. through Christ that will say, "I care about you as a person." I'm sorry, did I go off in a, to a different no, subject no, there? I, I just realized I probably just started rambling. No, it doesn't. I love it. I love when you ramble. Because you always, you always ramble to, into an area of interest. It's always, it's always a good conversation to me. Good, yeah. good, good. But can you see how that, that, that approach, I mean, that doesn't have to be a counselor's approach, Bill. That, mm-hmm. that can be any relationship. That even can be our spouse. That can be our, our parent. That can yeah. be, because, because I'm, I'm, what I'm telling you is, is you have value. Your story has value. Mm-hmm. Your your feelings. Your even as as unbelievably opposite that I would believe that you would be on that political side of the fence. I love talking to the other side of the fence. I love talking to those people who are wherever they are because I want to understand how did you get there. Mm-hmm. There there must be a good reason in your narrative how you got there. 
Mm-hmm. And then slowly but surely, is it all right if I share with you some of my thoughts? I mean, mm. what's a person going to say? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> typically, typically they'll say, okay, I, yeah. you know, you've given me 60 minutes. I'll, I'll give you at least five. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the discussion begins and I still will be respectful. Mm-hmm. But don't you have people that uh, talk to you about their failed um, expectations? Um, I, by this age, I was supposed to have this, this, and this happen. And here's my narrative that, according to my plans, should have been all in place by now, and they haven't happened. So now I'm trying to figure out a way to sh- just shoehorn this into a reality when it's just not fitting. The glove's not fitting. Uh, I want to make sure I understand who's who in that, but I think that if someone else has a um, expectation of who I am and where I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. or if that's my narrative. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Then uh, we we can't erase. We're here. We're here today. So what are we going to do about today? What are we going to do about this next chapter in my life? And 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 I'm sorry that I haven't met your expectations. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, I I I want. Then you decide what you want. Yeah. And and we can we can move in a in a you know. I mean, if you're still. 26 years old or 36 years old and you're still living at home and you never, you know, finished college or got a career or you're still, you know, uh, 12 hours on video games and, you know, it's a new start here. Mm-hmm. And yes, yes, I will. I, I will say to you, um, life is going to change and that might have to be some, some hard knocks. All right. A couple of questions here. Uh, my mother had mental health issues, and my parents fought constantly. My mother was emotionally absent, and my father was demeaning. My counselor said they didn't have the capability to nurture me. How do I reparent myself? In what ways can I let God reparent me? Wow. Wow. 40 years in Al-Anon. Wow. Isn't that a, 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 a an answer of grace given to someone um, you know, A, I'm sorry that that was your life. Yeah. I'm sorry that that was your experience. And God has intended for a mother and father to do a very different job than that. And and that feeling, whether that's of anger or hurt or resentment, that maybe this person's already worked through. And But that, I hope, has been at least brought to the surface and, and exposed for... I, I I'm really angry about what I didn't get, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I I want to I want to appreciate the counselor's response of that. Yes, this person or these people didn't have the capability for whatever reason, uh, and 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 then the next chapter is and so how can I change this? How can I intentionally today start working on something? And we take it a bite at a time. We take it by you know. When my son or daughter comes through the front door when school resumes again this fall, mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully, I I will I will say hello to them, I will greet them, I will hug them, I will tell them I love you. Oh, well, that let's start that every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a what a what a game changer that in and of itself. Uh, 
I'll I'll start I'll I'll start making food on a regular basis. Whatever it is, <laughs> we'll we'll start with 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 very basics, and and then we have you know I I, I actually can become a behavioral therapist, and I'll I'll have a chart. Yeah. And we'll do check, 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 check. And, you know, if you do five days out of seven, that's really good. Yeah. That's really good, especially if you've missed a whole lot of that, you know. And it could be a whole different area. It Maybe it, may it's something entirely different that we need to work on. And thank God um, we have we have uh, uh, new chapters in our life. Mm-hmm. Can you ask, Marcus, why I struggle to control my anger with my husband when I have no problem suppressing myself with everyone else? He is a dreamer. I am more of a realist. Oh, <laughs> is that ever an honest question? Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Um, first of all, the, the awareness that this person has is, is again, half the battle. And the conviction, I think, otherwise she wouldn't be asking that question, is there. That's really half the battle. And then it's the intention of, of, of praying, Lord, this day, this day, allow me to speak softly. Um, we may need to have a time where we designate our, uh, rather than uh, having a dreaming conversation. But you know, hey, wait, wait a minute. Both are true. Let let me talk to my husband about the dreams you have, whatever they are. Just dream. I'll I'll listen. I'll listen. So so you want to, you know, um, travel the world seven times next year? Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah. You know, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. dream, and then let's talk about some some practicality. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we if we bite off and if we plan better for how we're going to respond and relate, we have a really good chance of not responding so much in anger. Mm-hmm. Lord, let me be intentional. Love that. Dr. Marcus Bachman has been my guest, and what a great guest you are, Marcus. Thanks for being here. Yep, and also uh, head over to counselingcare.us if you want to learn more about Marcus and his practice and all of his uh, wonderful uh, people on his staff. That wraps up our show for the day. Thank you so much for uh, listening and supporting Faith Radio. I hope you have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.